Welcome to Demystify Magic with Molly and Madison. I'm Molly, a former skeptic turned full-time energy healer and teacher. And I'm Madison, a born and raised witch running my family's crystal shop. And we're here to explore all things woo through the lens of both science and spirituality so that you can find the moments of magic in your everyday life and create an intentional spiritual practice. So if that's what you're into, find a cozy spot, take a deep breath, and let's demystify some magic. Hello, hello, howdy. Howdy doody. We are back on the pod, live on air. All right, Molly, we're just going to get right into it. Today, we are talking about the autumn equinox. I am very excited about this because for those who don't know, I live in Florida where there are no signs of fall. And so I have to get it where I can, which is usually spiritually (laughs) and with a pumpkin spice latte the day it comes out. And so I actually weirdly really love the autumn equinox even though you know because I need something ushering in the spirit and so we are going to talk a little bit like we Mm -hmm. did in our summer solstice episode I'm going to talk a little bit about the wheel of the year and then Molly you're going to talk a little bit about this time of year through the lens of traditional Chinese medicine correct yeah I am very excited because again like I usually say I very intentionally don't google things when I know that you're going to talk about them and ever since we had our summer solstice episode I've been like chomping at the bit to learn more about this time of year through that lens because it's something that I know absolutely nothing about and that you have read so much about and studied so much. And so I'm very excited to get your lens of wisdom on this. But first, what was your magic moment this week? Yeah, I'm really excited too because fall is my favorite season, bar none. So I'm excited that the air is starting to feel a little crispy in the morning. But my magic moment is that the other day... I went to a yoga class. It's been a minute since I went to a yoga class. I'm not going to lie. But I went to a restorative yoga class, which normally I practice yin, which is sort of like on the restorative end of the spectrum, but it's not restorative yoga. (laughs) Restorative yoga, if you're unfamiliar, is very much like you have a bunch of props and you lie down and you create little to no sensation in the body. And then you just kind of float there for 10, 15 minutes, and then you move into a different shape and you float there for 10 or 15 minutes. And I went to this class partially because in a couple of weeks, I'm teaching a restorative class. I'm subbing for one of the teachers at the studio I teach at. And I haven't taught restorative since pre-COVID. So I was like, oh, I should probably like go to a class and like (laughs) remember what this practice is. And I'm not going to lie to you. I was bored out of my gourd Mm -hmm. the entire time. Like my ADHD was firing on full blast. I was like, I cannot sit still. But the best part about it was that when you lean into that boredom, magic happens in your brain. Mm -hmm. So about 10 minutes before the end of class, I had the biggest light bulb go off in my brain. Like something that all the pieces, I'm basically, I've talked about this in their Q&A episode, but I'm in the process of birthing my Reiki 3 training into the world for my graduates. And I've been, there's been like a missing puzzle piece that I haven't been able to sort out. And in this class, the puzzle piece came to me and it just like dropped right in, like Claire Cognizant style, blew my mind wide open. It was to the point where, Madison, you know this, but I voice memoed you the entire mm-hmm. ride home. And you literally were like, I think the quote was like, your fervent half yelling is so exciting. <laughs> Yes. Well, the first quote was, you would make an excellent cult leader. (laughs) Because truly, like, I felt like I was, I don't think I've really ever been to church. I mean, I have, but like, I can't remember ever having been to church. And that is as close to like a real true sermon as I've ever been. It was fucking awesome. (laughs) I was literally like, Madison described me as like, you know, that meme of the guy with the red strings, like, 
<laughs> just like pointing at the board pointing to all the things where he's made all the connections uh-huh that like truly that was me superimpose molly's face onto that meme <laughs> it was so exciting and it was literally just because i was like in this class my brain was bored and all of a sudden like it had the space it needed to drop this information in and it just like changed the entire trajectory of the rest of my year in the best way. It was so exciting. It was truly magical. I am so excited. It was so fun to be a part of that magic moment. I was listening <laughs> like honestly that should be my magic moment too. It was so good and like my boyfriend was sitting next to me and like the we use an app called Voxer and so like it just starts talking it's like not like iMessage voice notes and so like there's no there's no opportunity to just play it so like if I had the app open on my phone like Molly was going and trying to explain it to him of like what you were so excited because I was like you need to like have been through Reiki 1 and Reiki 2 to like fully understand like and I having been through both those there were still some points where I was like, what's going on here? Like, where are we going with this? Like, what's happening? And so trying to explain it to like a completely neutral third party of like, so there's like this thing and blah, blah, blah. And, like, and so, and, but he looks at me and goes, is she okay? Is everything all right? And I was like, she's better than okay. It was so good. I was really living in that moment. It was so fun. I love when those downloads come in. They're just like these moments where, and it was like this big realization because I had like a download come through maybe like nine months ago that I didn't really understand what it meant. And then a lot of like the puzzle piece was given mm. to me before the puzzle came into my vision. Like it was, it was wild. It was like such cool, like confirmation, like channeled information, a download. It was very, very, very cool. I don't know how to explain it without like... <laughs> like going into it but it was it was just like a very exciting moment I'm still riding the high from a week later yeah so cool I loved watching you have that too because I think it was like also such a reminder for me of like this is how cool the universe is yeah this is how cool this kind of practice is and like the kind of real life altering moments that can come from being open in that way Mm-hmm. what was your magic moment so it's funny that we're talking about the autumn equinox today because at the Healing Hedgewitch, the store that my mom and I run, we do a seasonal spell candle for each equinox and each solstice. And it's one of my favorite days of the quarter. When I go, because I only make them once, it's a limited edition item. I make as many as I can make, and that's how many we have for the season. And I had my autumn equinox spell candle day, and they're so beautiful. Obviously, I love all of our spell candles. I designed and, you know, created each of them individually on my own. So they're all gorgeous to me. But something about the ones that I won't get to see until next year, it's like such a fun space to be in. And like, I like to imagine where they're going to go, like to their final homes. And I like to imagine like the first time we started doing this last winter solstice. So like, this is the last time I've I'm doing it for the first time, if that makes sense. Mm, yeah. And so like no one's ever seen these before, but I've been sitting mm. on it since last like November and just knowing yeah. that we're going to have this. And so to like see all of them, I think I made like 50, to see them all like sitting there with their like beautiful little labels and their, uh, I just love, they look like little fall leaves. I just love them. And it was like, I just, Cute. I had, I got to have that day this past mm-hmm. week it's just so much fun and it's just like such a nice reminder it's also the only candle that I I'm the only person who makes them I have a little bit of help with our making a little bit Rachel if she's listening she's like yeah a little bit <laughs> Rachel <laughs> one of the best people I know genuinely helps me with a lot 
of the making now that we've like scaled to I couldn't if it was just me you would never see those spell candles again because <laughs> I just can't do it on my own and so it's the only time that like I am the the sole hand in doing it because like I won't let anybody else do it because I love it so much it's very selfish but whatever mm-hmm. and so it's just a day that I get to have my headphones in and just like make this thing that I love so much and think about where they're going and think about who's going to take them home and think about what people are going to create with them and it's just the best it like fills me with such gratitude and it's truly just like so much fun they look amazing they look great Thank I wish you. I could smell them in person I might have to order one I didn't realize they were limited edition don't worry, your your PR, your PR package is in, in creation right now. <laughs> You've got a special delivery coming your way soon, so I wouldn't worry about it too much. Can't wait. If you want to check out the Autumn Equinox candle, you can go to our website, thehealinghedgewitch.com. And if you use code MAGIC at checkout, you will get 20% off your online order. Link is in the show notes. And if you are looking for a fun way to celebrate the fall equinox, I will be doing a fall equinox ceremony on Zoom Friday night, September 22nd, (laughs) right before the the equinox peaks, which I believe is like early in the morning Saturday. So we're not going to wake up at 3 a.m. to get together, but we're going to be doing some journaling, some meditation, some Reiki. So would love, love, love to see you, meet you, send you a virtual hug. There's also going to be a replay available. So even if the timing doesn't work for you, you can still sign up and get that replay. I will leave all the deets in the show notes for you. So hopefully I will see you there. All right, Madison, let's do it. Let's talk about the fall equinox, which I'm excited because I don't know anything about what you are going to share. If it's anything like the solstice episode, that was really cool because I feel like even though I didn't know what you were going to talk about, you didn't know what I was going to talk about. We talked about the same thing, like the same themes came up, which I think is so cool. I know it's so interesting to see. It's like really such a testament to like what we say of how we took very different paths to get to the same place. And so to see all of the ways in which that's true is so cool. So if you listen to our summer solstice episode, first of all, you'll notice that there was a tarot reading in that episode that you will not find in this episode. That is because we're extending that practice a little bit and next week a little bit closer to the equinox. We're putting out an episode that will just contain that tarot reading and a meditation from Molly. So we're both going to give you a little equinox present. Yeah, it'll be a nice one for you to do that week and you can kind of like follow along and experience the energy in your own body. Uh, we thought that could be fun as like a little experiment. We've never done like a an episode like that before. So we're excited to see what you think of it. Yeah, so keep an eye out for that next week. Also, if you listen to our summer solstice episode or if you know a little bit about how the solstices and equinoxes work, you'll know that the summer solstice is the longest day of the year. So the autumn equinox is a day where day and night are completely equal. So you'll have just as much daytime as you do nighttime. So this kind of signifies the transition into winter. Hence equinox. You know what's funny is I never put that together. (laughs) (laughs) What does Nox mean? Because I know in Harry Potter, when you want to turn the light off on your wand, you say Nox. I'm rewatching Harry Potter right now. So that's the only reason. Got it, got it, got it. (laughs) I think it's the Latin word for night. Is it? That's what I was thinking. Yeah. So equal night. Beautiful. Love that. So that transition is a really excellent time to kind of shift your focus towards gratitude. We're Mm. looking back on what was hopefully, you know, so in the summer we talk about this, like we're entering this period of abundance. We're entering Mm -hmm. this, you know, like the crops are starting to, you know, we're, we're in that season where the crops are beginning to 
be harvestable. Yeah. If we go to the wheel of the year, you might have heard the pagan holiday called Mabon. I actually don't know if I'm saying that right. It's spelled M-A-B-O-N. What I've learned is that I haven't really heard very many people say the names of the holidays on the wheel of the year. I've just read them forever. And so as we started the podcast, I was like, I don't know any of these pronunciations for sure. <laughs> Maybon feels like the easiest, but I still have fear that I'm saying it wrong. So if I am, slide in my DMs, let me know. Maybon is also on the autumn equinox. It's essentially, I guess if you like want to compare it to American holidays, it's pagan Thanksgiving. So you're going to have a lot of the expected themes that come around with fall it's a lot of gratitude. It's a lot of showing appreciation for what the earth has given you and also for what you've received from those in your community. You're kind of giving thanks, looking back, reflecting on that period of abundance that you had through the summer, letting it continue. Maybon is one of three harvest holidays in the Wheel of the Year. The first one, so the way the Wheel of the Year is set up is there's the four equinoxes and solstices so the two equinoxes two solstices and then in their midpoints there are other smaller holidays so the first holiday Mm. is in between the first harvest holiday is in between the summer solstice and the autumn equinox i believe it is pronounced lusana actually i'm not pretty sure i have very little confidence that that's correct it is if you look (laughs) it up it is a very difficult word to even begin to try to pronounce in my opinion but It's the midway between the summer solstice and the autumn equinox. That's the first harvest holiday. Mm -hmm. Then we have Mabon in the center. And then Samhain, which is also, you know, most closely connected to Halloween. That's the third. So you're right smack dab in the middle of this harvest season. In Mm -hmm. this season of really, really living in the fruits of your labor. Yeah. Love that. That's why it's often called the pagan Thanksgiving. Because the traditions remain pretty similar. Last year at the store, we had a potluck on the day of the autumn equinox. Actually, I'm not sure if it was quite on the day, but it was in celebration of the autumn equinox. It's a great day to gather. It's a great day to spread that love and appreciation, not only to what you've personally achieved or what you've personally been given or received in that time, but also for the people in your life. You know, it's honestly, it's a great time to just call someone and say, I love you. That was like the main thing that really came to me while I was kind of thinking about what I wanted to talk about this episode. And the message I kept getting was, if nothing else, just call someone and tell them that you love them. Mm, Always a good thing to do. Mm -hmm. So Molly, I love you. Love you. Love all of you listening. They're all kind of, I don't want to say self-explanatory, but Autumn Equinox, if it reminds you of fall, it's a great thing to bring in during Mm -hmm. this season. So if you're redoing your altar during this time, giving a little spruce, decorating your house, and you want to bring in some of those like witchier themes, it's going to be really easy for you because pretty much anything that you're seeing at like TJ Maxx that's like fall themed, it's going to work for a more spiritual recognition of the autumn equinox. Cinnamon brooms galore. Yes, 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 yes. Gourds on gourds on gourds. Gourds on gourds on gourds. If you wanted an excuse to start decorating early, I guess when this comes out, it won't be early, but I'm taking it. We're recording this in August. I'm taking this as an excuse to start decorating early because I'm like, if we're talking about the autumn equinox, then it must be fall. Yeah. Also a really good time to spruce up your altar, refresh your altar, maybe refresh your money bowl. I know in our Q&A episode, we talked about how I would remind you to do that. (laughs) 
Yes. <laughs> Thank you. I will be. I actually had the thought the other day after the altar episode where I talked about my little figurines. Mm-hmm. When I was making the autumn equinox candles the other day, I actually had the thought. I was like, oh my God, it's time to change the figurines to my Halloween figurines. <laughs> this is thrilling. <laughs> oh, I'm so excited. I can't wait to see pictures. I will probably be doing that in the coming days because we are in that time. I've got a few Thanksgiving figurines that I'll bring out first. Mm-hmm. And then I'll, you know, mix in a couple Halloween and then I'll bring in the Thanksgiving and go hog on the Halloween. Yes. I'm so excited. But something else that I was really thinking about when we were prepping for this episode is that balance of night and day that mm. I feel like that's an element that doesn't get talked about as often with the autumn equinox. It's a little bit easier with the spring equinox because everybody's a little bit more excited to go towards longer days now is a really great time to reflect on all of that balance so we're leaning into gratitude but we're also acknowledging the 50 50 of it all you know we are we've been in this period of abundance in this period of bounty in this period of harvest but not every plant thrives you know Mm -hmm. and now is a really great time to reflect on all of the human experience that you have kind of been through since the summer solstice you know what has changed in your life in the past three months it's a really great time all of the solstices and all the equinoxes are a really great time for a little check-in with yourself and so while we're giving a lot of gratitude for what we've achieved what we've received what we've experienced in the past three months don't beat yourself up if that reflection isn't all joy and happiness and gratitude yeah you can't have the light without the dark yes And so on this day, they're existing in pure balance. And I think that's Mm -hmm. like a really excellent reminder of like, it does all come back to center. Yeah. And to round it out, I'm going to give you some suggestions of some symbols, some colors, et cetera, et cetera. Things that if you want to bring them into your practice for this time, here are some suggestions from me. So crystals, if you want to work with specific crystals, that would be great for this time. Tiger eye, amber, citrine, and pyrite. Hmm herbs, yarrow, mugwort, and rosemary. If you're looking for some specific foods to bring to your potluck, or if you are practicing more solitary for your nice meal, definitely treat yourself to like a nice little, you know, a nice little home cooked meal or your favorite kind of, I don't know, your favorite food. But if you're looking for a suggestion of something to cook or eat around this time, corn, gourds, pumpkin, any of those like hearty vegetables, also apples and pomegranates, but really Mm. any root vegetable. Good time for some little treat magic, it sounds like. Uh-huh, definitely. And like a I said, treat. the pumpkin yes. spice latte. Yes, a pumpkin spice latte. That is a perfect, perfect, perfect way to celebrate. Because, With oat milk for abundance. Yes, and another herb that you might want to bring in is cinnamon. Honestly, anything in a pumpkin spice latte yeah. is like, it's like a, it's an abundance spell. It literally is an abundance spell. So that's for another podcast. But like I said, those kind of those fall colors that you see, the reds, the oranges, the yellows, the browns, etc. Those are going to be great colors to bring in for color magic. And then if you are the deity type, a lot of people pay homage to Demeter and Persephone during this time. All right. Good ideas. Also a great time to leave offerings for your ancestors. You know, especially if you're if you're just having that little treat magic meal on your own. Give a scoop to your ancestors and leave it on your altar for a little while. Let them have some and so they can celebrate with you. Love that. 
Well, good tie-in to our altars episode we did a couple weeks ago. Yes. If you're wondering what that looks like, you can always go back and listen to that as well. Tie them together. All right, Molly, lay it on me. What have you got to share with me about the autumn equinox? All right. So we're going to be talking about this through the lens of traditional Chinese medicine and five element theory, which is the thing that I geek out about most of all. So to put this into perspective, the best way I can conceptualize what fall is all about is by thinking about what's happening in nature. So when it comes to TCM, the idea is that our physical bodies are a reflection of what's happening in nature. So when we are in balance with the seasons, we experience more balance and well-being and health in our physical body and our emotional body. So the idea is to look at what's happening in nature and then find that same balance in ourselves. So I'm going to talk through sort of in a metaphor sense what's happening outside, what's happening inside, and then how you can find balance. So here we go. The first thing I like to think about, at least up here where I am in Maine, is the trees change in the fall. That's the big dramatic change. I know for you, Madison, you do not have that luxury. I know. It's maybe I just come see you this fall. (laughs) There you go. There you go. Love that. So in the fall, the leaves change. They fall off the trees, right? And the reason for this is to is so that the trees can go dormant for the winter season. So it's kind of this preparation for the winter. It's sort of this turning inward. If we think about when the trees are releasing their leaves, it's like everyone comes to look at the trees when they're orange and yellow and red. And then like no one really wants to look at the trees when there's no leaves. So I see that as a metaphor for like this very outward energy of being perceived that we have in the summer. Now we're moving into more of an inward, turning inward, introspective energy in winter. And so fall is kind of like that transition from that outward active look at me energy to more of a inward, passive, slower resting season where we can reflect within ourselves. At the same time, when the trees are letting go of their leaves, there is this theme of letting go within us. And so we have this summer, this abundance. And so the fall is sort of like this reflection on that harvest, reflecting on and like creating a marked moment of like, this is all the work that I did to lead up to that harvest. And now I'm going to sit in that gratitude for it. So there is like this theme of gratitude as well, because I think a lot of times when we have a high right? If we reach a goal, if we reach a manifestation, whatever, our human tendency is to just think about what's next. What's the next goal? What's the next thing? And we sort of miss out on creating a marked moment of the journey it took for us to get to that harvest, to reap that reward. So the equinox is a great time to reflect and be like, oh, what I'm experiencing right now is a reflection of all of the work that I've done, both inward and outward, from last winter, really, to now. And now we start that cycle over again. So it's a great time to sort of reflect in gratitude on the summer and also start to turn inward. So we start to make room for what's coming next. In Chinese medicine, fall is connected to the organs of the lungs and the large intestine. So in Chinese medicine, organs is with a capital O, meaning we're not actually talking about like the physical tissues, but more the function of those organs. So if you think about the lungs, right, it's 
all about taking in the new and letting go of the old. So every time we inhale, we kind of breathe in what we want to receive. And every time we exhale, we let go of what we're ready to release. And that's really a theme of fall. It's like, what do we want to take from this harvest, from this summer, from this year? And what are we ready to let go of? And doing that sort of inward reflection around attachment, releasing attachment, creating more clarity in our own mind, maybe grieving the things that we are releasing. There's a lot of themes of grief in the fall in Chinese medicine, and grief is not necessarily a bad thing because, you know, grief is a sign that we loved something. You can't grieve something unless you loved it at one point. So it's sort of like reflecting on that balance of grief and gratitude. You know what's so funny? I did a little bit of reading from other sources about the autumn equinox just to you know see if there was anything that I was missing from my experience and my interpretation of it and to you know kind of narrow the path a little bit and I read on one website that I didn't I didn't mention it because I didn't really see it many other places that the autumn equinox and Maybon as a holiday is a really great time to break negative patterns and release. Mm. It's a really great time for release and ritual work surrounding releasing what is no longer for your highest good and break, you know, I saw the example of like breaking relationship patterns, ending relationships that are no longer serving you, that sort of thing. So it's Mm -hmm. so interesting that you bring that up. And also I think it's fun thinking about it from the perspective of that inward turn and making the transition, you know, it's a very transitionary period, that transition from like being perceived and being out and about to like being in that more introverted state that a lot of people gather during this time. It's almost like like a one last hurrah of like, a, yeah. okay, I'm going to see you one last time while I still am in this space of wanting to be perceived and wanting to be around others before I turn inwards and really focus on reflection through winter. Yeah. And also like the gatherings are usually an internal gathering. Right. Mm -hmm. Like I see summer more as like the pool parties, hanging out with the cousins you haven't seen in a while, the neighbors, right? Mm -hmm. Walking around, waving to people that you don't know versus like fall, which it's very like at least, you know, in in America, a lot of the holidays are focused around family. It's like Thanksgiving. It's like gathering the family around the table. Right. So it's sort of that that metaphor of turning inward more and more and more, Mm -hmm. even through the way that we work with the season traditionally. It's the narrowing of the scope. It's the, you know, tightening of the circle of who do I have when you have limited reserve of energy or, Mm -hmm. you know, you're kind of preparing to store it to focus it elsewhere. Who still gets that energy? Yeah, exactly. And who helps you? I see it as like, who helps you see you? Mm -hmm. See you with a capital Y, right? Like your true self underneath the what you do for work, underneath your hobbies, underneath what you wear, what you look like. It's like, who are you really? And I feel like this is a time for us to turn back to that and just start to notice like the things I'm doing each day, where I'm putting my energy, who I'm surrounding myself with. Do they serve that version of myself or do they create more of a mask that prevents me from connecting with that that inner light, that true self? So some ideas of how you can work with this energy is obviously because we're talking about the lungs Breathwork is great. And I know when people say breathwork, it sounds like really formal and really fancy. But one of my favorite practices, which we're actually going to do at the Equinox Ceremony. So if you want to be guided through it, come on down. Link is in the show notes. Is to simply find Equinox within the breath. 
So as you inhale, counting how long your inhale is and then getting the exhale to match that length. So if you breathe in for three seconds, you breathe out for three seconds, or maybe it's four or five or longer without forcing. So you're creating that equalization in the breath. Another thing you can do is some journaling on that gratitude, that reflection of your year so far, and the things that you're ready to release, whether it's patterns or habits or behaviors or people, places, things, all of that kind of like making room for that and getting clarity around that. Um, And then I also think it's a really good time to clean out a junk drawer. I feel like this is the best practice, best like low effort practice for practicing non-attachment. I am someone that like I hoard every twist tie that I've ever come in contact with. And so my junk drawer is like cords that I don't even know what they go to, twist ties from every bag of bread I've ever bought, and then like super glue and a bunch of random other shit. And it's such a cool practice in non-attachment to really like go through that junk drawer and every single item say like, is this serving me or can I let it go? And then noticing like when you do let it go, how does that feel? How does that feel after like being really mindful in that process rather than just like kind of chucking things in the trash is really noticing the energetic effect of letting go of those sort of like more insignificant things can help you release the more significant things in your life that are maybe ready to release. You always come into these and tell me exactly what I need to do at exactly the time when I don't want to hear it. (laughs) It is so funny. So if you listen to our altars episode or saw where I posted my altar on the Healing Hedgewitch social media, that big, it's like my altar is on this big piece of furniture. It's like a, it's basically like a chest of drawers. Like it's a, it's meant to be a dresser that I did not have room for in my bedroom. So I co-opted it into my altar space. There are six or eight drawers in that thing and they've all just become my junk drawer. (laughs) It's just where, because it was just all these empty drawers, it just became where anything that I didn't know where it needed to be, where that like moved to. So when I tell you there's a mm-hmm. sheet set in that thing right next to my hammers and nails and also my passport lives in there. Yeah, it sounds about right. And I've been thinking for months about what, you know, a horrible use of space that is and how there are so many more reasonable places for my sheets to live. So we know what I'll be doing on the Equinox. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> I just had to let you know that you were calling me out in that moment. You're welcome. I'm calling myself out too because I'm actually thinking about my closet directly next to me that I finally, I had my husband put a door on it because I couldn't, it didn't have a door before. So I was just staring at my mess. And now that I don't Mm -hmm. have to stare at my mess, it's no longer an issue, which means that mess has just grown. (laughs) Oh yeah. Oh, I'm sure. Object permanence. If you don't see it, it's not there. Yeah. (laughs) That is a little bit about the different lenses that you can use to look at the autumn equinox some things that you can do to celebrate or honor this time. And if you're looking for a little bit of guidance of what this might look like for you, or maybe something that you might need to hear, stay tuned for next week where I will be doing our autumn equinox tarot reading specifically for our little community of demystify magic. And Molly will be doing a guided meditation. So you get a full little treat. It's a little treat magic episode for you coming next week little treat magic episode so fun it is little treat magic live and at work i can't wait if you have any other questions about the autumn equinox if you want to share how you're celebrating or ways that you've spruced up your altar i have gotten a couple messages from people who have shared little figurines that go on their altars if you have specific if if you are one of the the very small group of people who has 
little fall theme figurines, please send them to me. I would love to see them. (laughs) Send us a DM. Both of our Instagrams will be in the show notes. Okay. Until next time. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to Demystify Magic with Molly and Madison. If you want to learn more about us, you can find all our links in the show notes. We'd love to know what you think of today's episode. So drop us a review or give us a shout out on social media. And don't forget to let us know your magical moment of the week. Okay. Love you. Bye. Bye.